Hey, mama friend. Welcome back to the Mama Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Cothran. I'm so sorry I still have this congested sounding nasally voice, um, but my husband has the kids out of the house for a little while, and so I'm just trying to get my recording all of my recording done. I have so much that I want to talk to you guys about and I'm so limited on the amount of time that I have to do it. So I really just try and take advantage whenever I have quiet time. So I still do have this congestion that I'm working through. Um, thank you, wonderful daughters, <laughs> for passing along your cold. Um, okay, so I have this thought that I've been thinking about that I just have to get out to you and I just want everybody else to be thinking about it. Um, moving forward in our days and our lives, and I'm I'm just gonna go through some of my notes. I don't always take a lot of notes, but this one I just I wanted to do some writing on, and I wanted to dissect this a little bit. Um, and I'm probably just gonna scratch the surface through this podcast, and I would love for you to dive a little bit deeper. So we pour our hearts and our bodies into motherhood, right? Especially as stay-at-home moms. It's very all-consuming, um, and we really try in this podcast and in this tribe to find meaning in other ways as well. So we work through that, but as parents and as moms, we read books on parenting, on potty training, on sleep training. We read books on discipline and communication and the different personalities of our kids trying to be the best mom that we can be. There is so much parenting pressure right now in how to do the perfect thing or the right thing, whatever that may be. There's so much information out there, which is amazing that we live in this era of constant communication and constant information and we have access to you know, all of the answers, but all of the answers kind of start to conflict with each other, right? It gets very, very confusing. You know, they're telling us breast is best, but formula is okay too. Don't give them the bottle. Give them the bottle. Make your own baby food. Co-sleeping helps with bonding, but putting them in their crib sets boundaries. You know, all of it is to raise ultimately these successful, productive, contributing adults who stay in our lives. There's almost too much information out there. It's consumption overload. All of this is for our kids. We do all of this. We get confused. We get anxious. Are we doing the right thing? Are we not doing the right thing? You know, we do all of this because we want them to stay in our lives. We want to build this connection, this family bond. We want them to come home for Christmas when they're older and still be a part of our family and our home. But... What if all of that doesn't happen? We've thrown ourselves into motherhood. We've read all of this conflicting information and, and dissected it and figured out our way and made the mistakes and, and did all of this work. But what if at the end of all of that, they don't come home? What if when our children are grown up, they move across the country or the other side of the world because that's their destiny? That's their calling. We are inevitably left with ourselves. And here's my concern. We are living in a generation so consumed with parenting that we will all be left empty. When the kids have grown and they've 
flown the coop. They've left the nest. We've just spent the last 20 plus years, 20 years or more, changing diapers, running them to the ball games, helping with school activities or homeschooling. Whatever that looks like for you, we've just completely thrown ourselves into parenting and it's been all-consuming. We're striving so hard to cultivate their happiness that we've neglected to work on our own selves, on our own happiness and our own futures. We don't take the time to work on ourselves. So let me ask you, when was the last time you sat down and thought about what you want your life to look like when the kids are grown? If you're like me, I've told you before, I have an almost seven-year-old, a five-year-old, and an almost two-year-old. Okay, we are in the thick of it right now, and they're incredibly young. So you're probably thinking, why the fuck would I look into my future when I am still so focused on now? And that's what this podcast is all about. I know we talk about living in the present moment and being present with our kids and enjoying this time with them, but I feel in order to really live in the present moment, we have to know where we're going. Otherwise, we completely lack a sense of purpose within this moment. If you don't know where you're going and what you want your life to look like later, what is your purpose right now? Okay, and and we take a look at that for our children. We say, well, we want them to be contributing adults. We want them to be contributing members of society. We want them to be happy. That is such a high expectation because our children, our grown adult children, are not always going to be happy. We can't just expect happiness all the time because they're not going to be happy all the time. And they're not going to always be in our lives the way we want them to right now. There is a really good chance that they're going to go off and live their own lives. And yes, they, they may come back and they'll spend Christmases with you. But what if it doesn't look like the way you're hoping for it to look like? What are you left with? So I invite you to take a few minutes And maybe you need a few days. This isn't something that you can just answer in a couple of minutes. Take a few days and journal, write down, meditate, um, just be left to your thoughts and think about what you want and what you want your life to look like. And some of you may be thinking, I'll worry about that when the time comes. And my response to that is, what if what you want is to travel? What if what you want is to travel to a foreign country and stay a while? I hear that all the time. I'm not going to travel now. We'll travel when the kids are grown. That takes money, girl. Okay? That takes flexibility within your jobs. Is your husband going to be retired by then? Probably not. So you want to travel later when the kids are grown. But what do you have to do right now to make that a reality? Are you going to have the financial means to do that? Have you saved any money? Do you know a foreign language? Is Like I said, is your significant other's job going to enable that kind of a lifestyle and that kind of a dream? Or is it going to hold you back? What if you want is to go back to work? Maybe when the kids are grown, you want to go back to work and have a hobby job. 
Have you updated your resume lately? Have you kept track of all of the numerous volunteer activities you've participated in and things you've done as a mother that can be reflected on your resume? Because trust me, having worked in HR and now being a full-time mom, I guarantee you that there's a lot of things that you're doing on a day-to-day basis that you could put on your resume that would be incredibly valuable to an employer. Do not underestimate the power of life experience. Have you thought about what it will look like to wave goodbye to your last child and walk into the house with just your spouse, just the two of you, from here on out? When was the last time you worked on your marriage? Oh, right. There's time for that later, right? You'll work on that later. You'll work on that when you have more time. Right now, it's it's all about the kids. It's all about your family and, and those kinds of things. You'll work on your marriage later. We'll have time for that, right? Wrong. Those kids will be gone, and then it's just the two of you. And you have now spent the last 20 years not working on yourselves, not working on your relationship. For me, I don't want to be standing outside waving goodbye to my babies and then be slapped with this, oh shit, now what realization. I want to look forward to that next chapter and approach it prepared, strong, ready. I know that I'm probably speaking out of turn a little bit because I haven't been in that position, but my goal, my vision for my future when my kids are gone is I genuinely want to look forward to it. I want to know that I have done every possible thing that I could do within this moment to be their best mom, to raise them up and and create these human beings to the best of my abilities. Am I going to succeed? Who freaking knows? But I know that I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do my best to make these wonderful memories with my family. And then when they're gone, because that's the point, you guys, they will go. They will leave. They will go live their own lives. When they're gone, I want to be like, hell yeah, I'm ready. I want to be like, yes, I am ready to tackle this next adventure. I am so looking forward to doing this, this, and this. I am so looking forward to this quiet time with my husband and, you know, getting getting back to just the two of us and reestablishing our routines, just the two of us, and having some quiet time. And it, it is going to be hard. There's going to be that empty nest syndrome where it's like, wow, the house is so quiet. But my hope, my goal for myself is to embrace that and be as fucking prepared for that as I can. And that it takes working on myself right now. If I want to travel, if I want to go to France for a month, then I need to start learning French. I need to start learning that foreign language. I need to start setting money aside right now, not 20 years from now so that then later I can travel. I need to start thinking about that now. And I know that that's a really, really hard concept to fathom. And I know that's a really hard thing to even think about, especially if you have young children and you're completely in the thick of it. Or maybe you're not done having kids and you know, you're like, well, we're, we're still having children and I don't know what that's going to look like. And I'm not telling you that you need to have the answer right now. I'm just telling you to think about it, to be prepared for that next step because this isn't your forever. This is such a small piece of your entire life It's not going to be your forever. There is life beyond young children. There is life beyond 
having your family at home and homeschooling or carting them around to ball games and school and pick up and drop off and whatever that looks like for you right now as a mom of kids at home. That's not your forever life. There is life beyond that and you have to start thinking about that now. As a stay-at-home mom especially, our children are in our entire world and our home life is our entire world. But I hate to break it to you, it is such a small period of time that they will be here. Sure, we'll always be mom. Sure, we'll always worry and we'll always care and we'll always love them. I am not saying that that worry, that love, that care is going to go away the minute they walk out that door. We're probably going to worry about them more. But they won't always need our time. They will have their time. We've given them the tools and the resources to make decisions on their own. That's our goal right now, is to give them the tools and the resources and to teach them how to spend their time. But in a blink of an eye, we will have nothing but time. What are you going to do with that time? Are you going to take five years to now figure yourself out again? Or are you going to already know who you are and what you want that to look like and you're going to not waste time and you're going to take a step forward and you're going to get going in this new life, this new transition, this new phase. So like I said, start saving money for that trip that you want to take. Learn the foreign language. Take some time to write down your involvements, your activities, and your achievements on your resume if you want to go back to work. Because you and I both know you won't remember 20 years from now what you did today. And the stuff that you're doing today is incredibly important, but you're not going to remember that. So write it down. Have a date night with your husband. Turn off the TV and have a real conversation. And if date nights are too much pressure, because we have found that a date night for us right now with the kids being so young is a lot of pressure, a pressure to get dressed up and go out to eat and we're already tired after a long day. You know, young children are very emotionally draining. And so at the end of the day, when you're supposed to be giving emotions and feelings to your husband, it's really tough. We have absolutely been loving brunch dates or breakfast time. And if it's really hard for us to get out of the house, we've done early morning coffee dates where we both get up early, we do our exercises, and then we meet up for a cup of coffee before the girls get up. And all we need is a half hour, 45 minutes. Sometimes we get an hour and that's amazing. And we have conversations. We just talk. We don't talk about what our expectations are for the day. We have conversations about what we want to do in our future and things that we're looking forward to or even things that are happening right now, things that we're struggling with or emotions that we're feeling. We're cultivating a relationship and continuous conversation so that we constantly know where we are and how we're growing as individuals. And if you're not sure what to talk about, because sometimes that happens, Brad and I have had that happen sometimes where we're like, wow, we just had a date night and we really struggled with what to talk about other than the kids. And we we try to set that aside. So if you're not sure what to talk about, talk about this. Ask your spouse, your significant other, ask your spouse what they want their life to look like when the kids are grown. And then you know what? Have sex. Do it. Make love. Have that time together. I know for a lot of couples, this is something that commitment to be together physically is really hard and it's really challenging. Trust me, I know. We know everybody is in the same boat. 
it just takes a little bit of effort, okay, in moving forward. If you want a great, 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 great couple to follow, Marriage365 on Instagram is a great couple to follow on marriage tips and relationship tips. They have books and programs out there, and I encourage you to go follow them. They're really down to earth. They talk about a lot of the uncomfortable hard stuff that not everybody talks about, and it's super pertinent for parents. Um, So do it. Get excited about an intentional life that you guys are cultivating together. Have those conversations. Ask what your future is going to look like, what you want it to look like, and make sure that you try and be on the same page. I don't want you to feel anxious or overwhelmed about this. I want you to be realistic about what you want and what truly happens when the kids are grown. Just be really honest with yourself what that looks like. Think about what it looked like for you when you left the house. Take that and and put those realities into play for what it could possibly look like for your own kids. Okay, Most of them are not going to still be at home. And we live in a society now and in a, in a culture where people are traveling long distances. People and families are separated further and further and further. It's not like it used to be where everybody kind of stayed close to home and you you had this village. Everybody is living long distance and really separating themselves because that's where jobs are taking them and life. And we have that capability to really leave the coop now. <laughs> So most of them, most of your kids, they'll spread their wings and fly. And I ask you, I urge you to ask yourself, will you be ready? This is a beautiful opportunity for you, but it will take some really intentional self-reflection. It'll take some decision-making today, and it'll take some effort today. More and beyond just conversation, it's probably going to take action steps. You're going to have to take some action steps to cultivating a life for your future. And I know it's so hard to talk about the future right now because we always, like I said, we are constantly talking about living in that present moment. But I feel like to truly live in this present moment, we have to know where we're going. We have to know that direction. And maybe all you want later is just freedom and flexibility. But will you be tied to your house, to your car payments, And to your financial obligations? I don't know. I don't know what that looks like for you. Brad and I have this conversation quite often about what that looks like for us and what we want. And we still don't know fully. We haven't fully grasped what that looks like and what that will be. And that's something that's probably going to be constantly revolving. It might constantly be changing. But my whole point is that you start thinking about it and that you start talking about it. Do you want to sell your house and move to Hawaii? What does that look like for you right now in order for you to do that? Okay, what decisions do you need to make now for you to reach your long-term goals? You have to start thinking about that. It's so hard for me to see these parents and these families of, you know, when the kids leave and then they're left with this relationship that they don't understand and this marriage that they're in that they haven't worked on and this loneliness and they're so attached to their kids and it becomes a problem. 
It becomes a problem and we hear about it a lot. And I want more for you than that. I want you to be the strong and tough, independent mom, independent woman that is ready for that next chapter. That is more than just her children are right now. You are more than a mom. Okay, You are more than a wife. There's so much more to you to give to us, to give to society. And I want you to look at that and I want you to see what that looks like for you. So have those conversations. Let me know what your goals are. I want to hear what your future is, what your what your future, what you want it to look like and what your goals are. And let me know how that goes for you. I'd love to hear how that conversation went with your spouse if you ended up having it and how your date night went and how that how that date night looked for you or date day or morning coffee. And once again, I just wanted to remind you that I care about you. I believe in you and I am so proud of you. Thank you so much for letting me be on this journey with you and I look forward to talking to you again soon.